The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to the huge show. Net. Also, there you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Or if you want to catch up and listen on your schedule, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. All of our podcasts are free. And Superfly Hayes puts them up each and every day. Inside the show, we'll spend a couple of hours with Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire. Lions at the Saints on Sunday. I'm not going to go to the must-win category because there's been some help against the Vikings the last two games, but a big game off of what we all witnessed on Thanksgiving Day, which, by the way, was one of the most watched Thanksgiving Day football games of all time. Rizzy will join us. We'll break down the Lions, where they're at. Look at the Saints. Look at the NFC North, the rest of the NFL. If you have a Lions or NFL question, you can drop those on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. We'll also get a little into the draft. Where's J.J. McCarthy sitting Right now, what about some of those other Wolverines after that huge win over Ohio State last Saturday at the Big House? And Lomas Brown will join me along uh, with our good friends from Doran Mayhew, currently being Garter, the Grand Rapids office, soon to be Doran Mayhew. Josh Garvey, their managing shareholder, will be in studio. Lomas will join us on the phone before he heads off to New Orleans for the Saints and the Lions. So a lot to get to. Right now, let's welcome in Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, Facebook and Twitter online. Also, he's one of the contributors to the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube with weekly updates there and conversation. And man, Riz, uh, going into the Thanksgiving Day game off the comeback against the Bears, uh, they... Just 
let Jordan Love look like he was Aaron Rodgers. Got a little different vibe this week, don't we, mm. than what we had last week. You know, week. the vibe for the first time, I, I will say this, this year, really, really the first time since maybe the Carolina game, post-Carolina Christmas Eve last year, right? That was bad. So that's, that, you know, that's 11 months. Yeah. That the doubt is there. The, yes. the The doubt is there defensively. Can this team hold up not only to get to the playoffs, and they do have a three-game lead in the loss column on the Vikings and the Packers, but really do something in the playoffs. I, I think the narrative with the fans and the media and people like myself, Rizzi, and yourself, it went from from just making it to the playoffs and hosting a home playoff game to, hey, this team can do some damage in the postseason to now what's up with that defense? Why has golf had that many bad quarters in the last two games? And and those are legitimate questions. They are legitimate questions. And we're going to find out a lot about this team on Sunday in New Orleans. But to go back a little bit, Normally, when Goff has had a bad day, the defense was there to pick it up. He wasn't very good against Kansas City. The defense was great that day. I think think we kind of forget that a little bit. Uh, they won that game because of defense and, and because the Chiefs dropped a couple balls. Uh, when he's been bad, though, in the past, other people have stepped up. They've been able to lean on the run game more. Or special teams has made a play, or the defense creates a takeaway to, to make up for one of his fumbles or interceptions, and they don't happen very often. That hasn't happened lately, and that's a problem because the Lions, as as talented as they are and as up and coming as they are, and they still are. This is a playoff team. They're going to win the NFC North. They're going to host a, a playoff game. There's a fairly, in fact, there's a great chance they're going to be the number three seed, which is very important. Because if you're the four seed, you got to play Dallas first. You don't want to play Dallas first. You want to play Seattle. You want to play whoever else. The, right now, it's still the Vikings that are the, the last. Could team. be the Packers too. It could be the Packers. Um, uh, it could actually be the Saints, uh, depending on how this weekend goes. It could be the Rams. Wouldn't that be fun having Matthew Stafford come back to Ford Field as the quarterback of the opposing team in a playoff game? In Ford Field. And win that game and knock the Lions out. I really don't want to think about that possibility. Could you I really don't want to think about that. Well, but it's gone gone beyond (laughs) just that scenario of getting to the playoffs and hosting a game. And I, I, I really look at the defensive pressure and how they've just allowed uh, the Bears and the Packers, who are two of the bottom feeders, or were, Packers are playing some pretty good football with those wins over the Chargers and Lions back-to-back games. They could have easily... Uh, lost, especially that Chargers game prior to Thanksgiving. Uh, Hutch is getting a lot of heat in Detroit. Uh, I hear local sports talk show hosts saying that he just can't finish the sack. He's not big enough. Uh, we watched him finish the Bears game uh, against Fields. But what, what's going on uh, with the defensive line and the pressure on the QB, lack of pressure with the Lions? I think a lot of it is... Scheme related, there other teams are double teaming Aiden Hutchinson, even triple teaming him. There's a lot of video. In fact, uh, my friend Mike Payton from A to Z Sports did a documentation on on his piece this week where he found three pl- or ten plays where they triple teamed Aiden Hutchinson, um, and nobody else got home. Ali McNeil is having a decent year as an interior pass rusher. That's that's about it. The guys who they counted on to step up around him. 
Guys like Josh Paschal, John Kaminsky, the Okwara brothers, Charles Harris, they are not getting it done. Uh, they're not playing well, and they're not playing complimentary enough football that, that teams have to worry about what they're doing with Aiden Hutchinson, uh, and that's that's bad. The other thing is is that I don't think that Aaron Glenn has done a very good job of personnel deployment in the past few weeks. And I wrote a thing at Lions Wire earlier this week about what I learned from watching the game, and I spent probably 20 minutes watching the first play of that game against Green Bay over and over and over again and just wondering how in the world Aaron Glenn thought that was going to work. Uh, and there's a lot of moving pieces on it. Um, I, I would encourage you to check it out in, a, in the spirit of shameless self-promotion. It, there's just things that are going on on the defense that don't make sense, and it's beyond what the players are doing. Now, some of it is the fact that you're asking players to do things that they're probably not all that good at. That first play was a great example. You have two safeties in that game, Kirby Joseph and Tracy Walker. Kirby Joseph is your coverage guy. He's a single high deep guy, deep coverage guy. Tracy Walker is your blitzer. He's your box guy. They played them in the opposite way, and they both played awful on that play. And the Packers got a, I think it was 53-yard pass out of it that set up their first touchdown. There's little things like that that keep going on. Um, the, the moving around of Jack Campbell all over the place, trying to find a place where he's good enough to stay on the field, and thus far that's been a struggle there's just a lot of mishandling of personnel. And I think some of that, a lot of that goes on Aaron Glenn, but I think some of it's on the positional coaches as well. Uh, John Scott, the new defensive line coach, not sure that he's a great fit for, to go back in time a little bit. One of the things we talk about with the Lions and their coaching staff is that they're all very good teachers. Dan Campbell is a very good developer of talent. If you look at uh, guys like Mark Brunel as the quarterback's coach, Antoine Randall, a wide receiver, uh, Kelvin Shepard at linebacker. All those guys get better under their tutelage. Brian Duker in the secondary. I'm not seeing that with John Scott. And this is a guy who came in because Todd Wash uh, left for Carolina. Um, big mistake on his part, by the way, because he's still there, but not not for long. And and I think that they're missing out on that developmental arc that that they've been getting from it. And that's hurt. Uh, the injuries, uh, the reliance on injured players. And this is where Brad Holmes gets into the conversation. And he's been fantastic, but he's not perfect. And it's 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 weird. And I'm, I'm, Bill, I know you go through this with with the fans. You say one ne- one little negative thing or one valid point of criticism, and they're like, "Oh, you're hating. Why are you doing that?" It's 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 all or nothing. And it's the the, the world is not black and white like that. The football world is very gray. Uh, and sometimes it's brighter. Sometimes it's darker. And Brad Holmes, for for all the great he's done, and he has done a fantastic job with this team, taking risks on injured players in the second round on the defensive line, it hasn't worked. My, my colleague Russell Brown wrote that for uh, for Lions Wire yesterday. Like he, he listed some of the players that you could have had. A lot of players that would be, look really, really good for in Detroit right now, whether it's a secondary or pass rushers or a better third or fourth wide receiver. Um, an offensive guard, because guard right now is a massive problem. They have one on the roster who's healthy. Uh, it's Colby Sorsdal. He's not a guard. He's a tackle coming from FCS. Like there's, there's just a confluence of things that have all come together in the last couple of weeks that make everything seem dire and bad. It's really not that bad. Uh, if, if you look, and, and this is something, Bill, we've talked about this a lot. We as fans and as media have to learn how to adjust ourselves to covering 
and rooting for a good football team and a competent organization. Because we haven't had that experience in Detroit. Well, <laughs> to be blunt, we haven't. We're learning on the curve with that. I'll go back to when San Francisco lost three games in a row earlier this season. Their fans didn't panic. Their their media was like, oh, we got this. We're good. We're okay. You know, we're, we're going through a rough patch. We'll come out the other side and we'll be fine. And we collectively, and I'm raising my hand at this too, we haven't gotten there yet as Lions fans and, and, and learning how to handle a good team that has some flaws that, that get exploited occasionally. Uh, it happens. There's been one team that went all the way through, um, the 1972 Miami Dolphins. That was the year of my birth. It's, it hasn't happened since. Patriots came awfully close. They, they, they missed. They lost to a vastly inferior opponent because they didn't you know, dot all their I's and cross all their T's properly. The Lions need to start dotting a few more I's, crossing some T's, and they'll they'll look. This is still this is still a very good football team. They are still one of the four best teams in the NFC. They're going to win the NFC North. I have zero doubt in my mind about that. Let's let's scale back to the summer. We talked about wanting what was the goals for the season: hosting a playoff game, probably winning it, getting to the next round, and seeing what happens. None of that's changed. I know it doesn't feel like that right now. None of that's changed. Yeah, but I think the start changed expectations. I would agree with that. And even, even I think with Campbell and his po- hey, anything's out there. You know, his post games were all about doing things that nobody expects. Really, there was yeah, there were those tones were there. Yeah, that's fair. And, and I think the trade deadline, watching the Niners look so incredible on defense. Chase Young and watching Sweat, how he looked for the Bears against the Lions, that they didn't go out there and improve when you had a shot. I, I make it an analogy to a baseball team that didn't go out there and get a starter at the trade deadline. Yeah, you traded for a middle reliever. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or you got a guy that's going to come off the bench, right? Yeah. A utility guy. You got a pinch runner. <laughs> and and you didn't want to give up anything. Yeah. Because maybe, and, and I'll say this since Holmes and Campbell have been there, I think the fan expectations and even media, for the most part, has been above what they're thinking at Allen Park. Oh, 100%. You, you see where I'm coming no, from? No, no question about that in my mind at all. But this year, when you're looking at the opening win at Kansas City, when, when you're looking at the difference in the team from at Green Bay to Thanksgiving Day, when you allow the Bears to own you for three and a half quarters, at home, when you look at Seattle, again, here, here's my alarm on the coaches. Seattle debacle in the second half, home game. Bears three and a half quarters, you got a miracle comeback, right? Yep. At home. home. Thanksgiving Day, home game. Great teams don't do that at home. But they survived. They easily could have lost the Chargers game, right? They could have. They, got, they, they got easily could have lost the Bears game. This team could truly be reeling. And along the way, courtesy of the Broncos and the Bears, uh, the Vikings could be a game out of first place right now, with the Lions still having to play the Vikings twice. So when you go through, it's not as bad as it looks. I look at the standings. Right now, the Lions have a three-game lead in the loss column over the Vikings and the Bears. Sunday, I believe, is a big game, and they seem to be a different team on the road. Which, is that all the hype you're hearing at home? Is it when they're together in the bunker on, you know, they're not dealing with families, they're not dealing with friends, they're not dealing with any of that. 
Uh, they do look like a different team on the road than at home this year. They certainly feel like they come out more prepared when they're on the road. And they they were flat at the start of the of the Bears game. They were certainly flat coming out of on, on Thanksgiving with that crowd. How, how loud they were! I I, I I don't I don't I don't. That's a disconnect. You have a young team. Care. You have yeah. a young team. Are are you cocky? Are you overconfident? It's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. Yeah, you you, you got to watch out for those. That, that's how the Cardinals beat the the Cowboys this year. You cannot overlook people, and I don't I don't think Dan Campbell is overlooking anybody. I think maybe the players and the the leadership on the team, like they don't have a lot of guys that have won on this roster. Jared Goff is pretty much it, honestly. They they just uh, Cam Sutton to some extent in Pittsburgh, but he wasn't a big part of that. He hasn't played well. No, he's not. No, no. Again, um, we don't know if guys are hurting and they're sucking it up and they're still putting themselves in the lineup. But there are guys who are contributing big time early. Like where, where's Branch in the? Again, is he fully healthy? I don't know. Where's Branch in the safety blitz or bringing pressure into the backfield? And that's that's been something that's been absent. They other teams have adjusted to how the new guys are playing, and I don't think the Lions have done a very good job of making the adjustments to, to that adjustment uh, on either side of the ball. By the way, I don't think Jared Goff has picked up on what defenses are doing. Baltimore showed everybody how you ruin Jared Goff. You take away the middle of the field. You take away his quick outlets. Make him throw towards the sideline. Make him throw down the field. He can do it, but that's not where he's good. He's he's a master at dissecting the middle of the field with different options. Baltimore muddied the middle of the field. I thought Chicago did a great job of muddying the middle of the field. Green Bay, when Quay Walker was awake, and he's not all the time, uh, that's a good thing for the Lions. They did a pretty good job of that, too. Now, also, and, and this this was one of the takeaways that I had from rewatching the Lions game again and again from the Packers. They had a lot of guys that are really, really good players that had really bad days for whatever reason. Panay Sewell, worst game of his career. No question about that. Frank Ragnow, Decker, bad day. Decker Taylor, was Taylor, Decker, Taylor Decker had a really bad Rashawn day. Rashawn Gary was destroying Rashawn Gary ate him up. Preston Smith ate Panay Sewell up. Uh, I don't know how Panay got a PFF grade the way he did because he was he was bad. Like And you don't expect that. Hutchinson did not have a great game. Uh, obviously, there was context of him, you know, being double and triple teamed at times. But you know, it wasn't a good game from either cornerback, Jerry Jacobs or Cam Sutton. Um, regardless of what you think of those guys overall, neither one of them played to their best that day. Uh, Kirby Joseph continues to really struggle, and I think that's an underrated storyline. He's not playing good football at all right now. Why is that? And, and that that's. Whether it's the sophomore slump, again, they're adjusting to the adjustments, and I'm not sure that Aaron Glenn has figured out how to do that. And the other thing is that he's not a box or a slot safety. He is a a split safety or a single high safety, and they're just not playing him there that much, and it's frustrating. You know, one one of the touchdowns that happened against the Bears was Jerry Jacobs played great coverage, did exactly what he was supposed to do on a play. Steered DJ Moore to the inside to where his help was. And Kirby Joseph was standing 15 yards away watching the pass go over. It's like, that's your job. Like, Jerry did what he needed to do. And and because of that, fans hate Jerry Jacobs. Oh, because he got beat up. He got beat on the uh, touchdown pass. That touchdown's on Kirby Joseph falling asleep at the switch. And that, that's happening too much. Now, obviously, it would have been nice if Jacobs would have stayed in coverage too. But 
there's too much of that going on right now, and that's something that needs a little bit of a reset. And I don't know how they can do that. Uh, I'm not a coach. I'm not paid to coach. But there's there is something that has to be done there to just like, hey, snap out of it. I think, it, and that's something in my mind is getting back to where they started the season, being ultra aggressive on defense, being the dictator. That, that's that's bringing <laughs> bringing secondary help into the backfield. That's blitzing. You yep. know, really, outside of Anzalone, the linebackers have disappeared. You know, Barnes played well early. He's disappeared. And I agree with you. Great coaching staffs find a way to uh, counter check what you're doing or, or what Green Bay saw the first time around. They came here. And I think coaching, coaching deserves uh, scrutiny right now. It wouldn't be criticism because they're going to win uh, the NFC North. But what is frightening, and I'll say that honestly, as a Lions fan and doing the huge show across Michigan with Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube, all of a sudden you look at the remaining games and what looked like an easy run two weeks ago. You have doubt Denver now is no gimme. Denver's playing as good as anybody the in longest, the NFL. Longest win streak in the league. Is it five now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and that I think, have they flexed that officially yet? Not yet. We will find that out uh, Saturday. By yeah. So, uh, so you got, at New Orleans is never easy. No, the Mercedes not. Dome. It's not. That's not a good team, but they're... They're playing for their. They're playing for well, division title. You know, you still have to, like I said, Denver at home at the Bears, at the Vikings. Vikings at home at the Cowboys. Dude, uh, you you have doubt. Yeah. At least I do in my mind. Where, tell me the guaranteed W now. This is how fast. Not the bandwagon has unloaded, but that the doubt has creeped into my mind about this team, and that's why I do say. Without going down Hyperbole Avenue, Sunday is a must-win for this team to reclaim that mojo. It certainly is for the fans. I, I think the fans would feel so much better if they came out and won a game twenty-seven to ten, or, or just won, you know, twenty fourteen. Win yeah. on the road. It's the NFL, right? Yeah. Let, let's let's get a stop. Let's get a couple. T- let's get a positive turnover ratio for a game. Let's have our kicker make a 48-yard field goal. Let's not go 0 for 4 on fourth downs. Let's let's clean some things up there. And that's it's perfectly we've seen them do it this year. And I think that that's, you know, the hope is is that they're going through a lull like what what the 49ers did with their with their tailspin, what the Seahawks are going through right now, where other teams have figured out that Geno Smith holds the ball what too What the long. Niners did when they lost 3 in a row, exactly, but they, but they yeah. had a Chase Young. That that is such a monster pickup. How, how do you not go get sweat and you let them go to the Bears? They weren't going to pay him. I know. I they, they, they just weren't. Um, I, and I know. I know it's frustrating. I could, I could you imagine the future was Chase Young and and Hutch? Yeah, Chase Chase Young isn't a, a Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes kind of guy, but Montez Sweat is, and that would have been. Well, their type he, of guys he's a better really, pick it up right now starting Sunday in New Orleans. They they need they need to find somebody to step up. I think they need to play Charles Harris more. Uh and maybe Julian Aquara coming back. Julian Aquara is a one trick. What about Urban off the practice squad? There's talk that he may play Sunday. I mean, that seems pretty desperate he's, in my mind. 
he's had three three and a half sacks in three seasons. Two of them came in one game. One of them that, was that Baker seems Mayfield like a falling down. Signing. At yeah. the, uh, that seems like a that's a first time I can feel from Holmes or Campbell that there's smokescreen BS with that signing. That that was one I think that was was a bone to the people that are saying that they didn't do anything. Exactly, that's what I meant. A smoke yeah, yeah, it's, now they, yeah. It's the first time they've tried the what, what a lot of Lions coaches have done. Which, by the way, uh, earlier this week, uh, I think it was yesterday. Did we celebrate the anniversary? We did. That was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The anniversary of Patricia Quinn. The uh, the the famous shot of Sheila wow. sitting up in the in the stands with her head in her hands. Mm. Was a, what, that was a glorious day. It was. That was a very. Mm-hmm. I normally don't like to dance on coaching graves, and I really, I really, truly dislike asking for guys to get fired. That really needed to happen, and I'll be honest, that made me happy. Um, that day made me happy. Uh, I, I don't, and I know, like, I know coaches. I know that the, they have families that, that they depend on. That it's tough when you've got young kids. Um, there are what, three Lions coaches that all have like infants right now. Like, imagine if one of them like. You don't want you don't want that to happen to people, but man, they it's a business. To go. You got to look at the business side, of and this. and that's the other thing is that the coaches know that when they get into it, they one hundred percent look do. at Michigan State. Those assistants didn't do anything. Mel Tucker totally let them down. <laughs> Same with the players that evolved for the most part. Yeah. left with Jonathan Smith coming in. Yeah, it's a business when you're making that type of money when you're on that stage. It's a business. I have a family. You have a family. Yeah. You lose your job, I lose my job. Superfly loses his job. Yeah, he can't have me over anymore for Thanksgiving. That's that's a sad with, thing, man. With, with and their family totally blame me. They had watched all the Lions games, and the Lions have never lost a game all year. And his entire family, like twenty seven strong, including a three year old, where the only thing she could say is "Bad Bill, Bad Bill." Uh, three <laughs> years old, pointing at Teach me. I'm, I'm leaving. She has a little Lions. Uh, a little Lions jersey on. I think a little golf jersey. Bad Bill, Bad Bill. I'm like, what you going to do? What you going to do? Bad Bill, Bad Bill. Oh, it was horrible. I felt, I almost chucked the to-go plate Mama Hayes gave me back at their door. They they asked that I never come for another Lions game to their house again. That's, that's a rough way that to That was go. horrible. It, was, it, it ruined rough. my Thanksgiving. And then, then it ruined my Thanksgiving weekend. You were even hoping for like a respite at halftime. That halftime, oh my God, what the heck was that? That was awful. I kept asking who that was. Who, who I was have no idea. My kids didn't even know who it was. Who, who a Jack? What, what, he, oh, Superfly lied and said it was Eminem's son. And I'm like, oh my God. Could be after all. I, I can know. see why he's not using the family name. My God, that was that that just looked cheap and like what was his name? Dim Shady? You know, you, you got to do things when you're when you're doing a show like that. Obviously, you. I can't, guess the dancers quit the night before. Maybe, but I don't know what the that that told you something about how bad the show was. They didn't you know, want to be on like TV. The, the stage hands. Like, what was that? How it's Detroit? Why are you putting a plastic igloo? I'm out there? sorry. It's Motown. It's hip hop. It's you. Kid Rock. It's Bob Seger. It's it's rock and roll. Yeah. Or it's rap. Or it's soul. Give, give Which me is the heart of Detroit. Give me the guys from I Prevail. I know Brian Burkheiser would kill to play halftime at Thanksgiving. Um, they were they're in Malaysia right now, so they couldn't do it. But get, they're they're Detroit boys, man. They're they're I, I know Brian's dad well. He's a huge Lions fan. Former um, bomb squad from the Detroit Police Department. Great guy. They th- that would be that would be something that they need to do because uh, the, going outside Detroit, going outside of Michigan, even to get your musical act. That ain't right. 
Uh, and uh, I hope that enough people have realized that in that building that they're not. That's not going to happen. Now, I, I was told that the NFL wanted this guy specifically, and there was a lot of leaning on that. We all know how that goes. But that was that was rough, man. That, that was worse than the game and the game's Well, the NFL targets a demo. They don't want us to watch it. It's a group they want to turn on an NFL game, and the ratings were high. Okay. The Ly- Lions are you know, Lions are a TV draw. Even Roger Goodell he did. was there. Was that before the Bears game, right? That was before the Bears game. But yes, it's and it's still true. This this weekend's game against the Saints, is going to draw one of the better crews. It's going to get a wider audience than you would expect for a game between you know, Detroit and New Orleans, which are historically not that great. But there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of buzz still about the Lions. And I think the fact that they are still 8-3, and three, they are going to win the NFC North. They, they do have marketable, young, exciting players that people want to see. And, and they love the head coach. Like, they're... There's, there's still, that's still there. It's, it's, it's funny. Um, I do radio spots here and there around the country, and and everybody do a good job on the huge show too, Rizzy from Draftwire, Lionswire, the Detroit Lions podcast, which you can find on YouTube. We now join Jeff Risden's commentary already in progress. Thank you, huge. Um, one of the things that I, I've noticed, especially in the last couple of weeks, is that people around the country still like the Lions more than we do. Like they're more confident and more bullish on the Lions, both short term and long term, than what we are in Detroit right now because of we're living in the immediacy of being not very good the last couple of weeks. I think because it happened on Thanksgiving, where so many people were with everybody they love and know, and the excitement the Lions have brought us this year, it's not over. But they just need that game, which is Sunday against the Saints. I want to get into that matchup. Uh, in New Orleans coming up. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Uh, follow them, Twitter, Facebook, online, and uh, just go to YouTube, search Detroit Lions Podcast. They do a great job uh, each and every week with the Detroit Lions Podcast crew. If you have a Lions question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 on Facebook and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Speaking of texting to 21,000, text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000, and you will go into the drawing to win Lomas Brown's golf cart. It's tricked out with Honolulu blue flags, sweet wheels, rims. It's awesome. Uh, the photo is up at HUGE Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. We're going to give it away next summer. So you have a while to enter. Uh, it's one entry per person. Uh, just text IMPACT to 21000. And by the way, if you want to get a tricked up golf cart for where you play, your neighborhood, uh, your cottage, uh, around your land, whatever it is, side-by-sides, uh, all the power toys at IMPACT Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, just north of GR, West Michigan's go-to Yamaha golf cart headquarters. So they'll do custom, whatever you want in a golf cart. They did it for Lomas, and it's sweet, and you could win his golf cart. Just text GOLF to 21000, no, excuse me, text IMPACT. I got it, Superfly. We, we do a lot of text contests because Marty Boer, oh, I got to do a text contest. Should we fire HUGE? Yes or no? Text HUGE to 21000. Text IMPACT. To two one zero zero zero, 
and you'll be in the drawing for a shot at winning Lomas Brown's golf cart. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Don't miss holiday deals at Meyer. Shop select Lego play sets for 30% off. December Home Holiday Indoor Decor is buy one, get one 50% off. And December Home Holiday Ornaments and Lifelike Trees and Phillips Lights are 20% off. These deals and products won't last long at these prices. Head to Meyer today to shop holiday deals in one stop. Plus, pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Friday, December 1st, at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Even here, Better Man. The album of the year, Killin' Time. Come on up again, Clint Black. This Killin' Time. Clint Black, with special guest, Josh Grayson. nothing to lose. Start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. He would cheer for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktails available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back, segment two, hour one on a Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Thanks to all of our great affiliates for the radio station close to where you live, work, or where you'll be traveling. Go to thehugeshow.net. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, NFL Lions Insider, Detroit Lions Podcast. You can find that every week on YouTube. Just search for it. We're looking at the schedule during the break. There's New Orleans. New Orleans is missing three other top four wide receivers. They haven't been consistent this year. Carr is still a solid QB. They still have Kamara. Uh, you look at the Lions' defense, the way they've been playing, the Lions' offense and their struggles. How do you see this game shaking out Sunday down in Louisiana? 
this is a game where the Lions need to establish themselves early, like they did in the the good games where they they beat good teams earlier this season, and they they did do that. It's easy to forget that right now. This is a Saints team that's going to be trotting out there, and I'm, I'm looking now. Um, <laughs> my, my Saints wire colleague put out their starting wide receivers will be At Perry, Lynn Bowden, Keith Kirkwood. Marquez Calloway and John Trey Kirkland. Huge. I cover the draft for a living. I've never heard of John Trey Kirkland. Never. <laughs> I don't know who that is. So this is a chance for the Lions defense. He to, was right to off of Bourbon things. Street in that uh, place <laughs> over that hurricane drink bar. Oh, I could use some hurricanes. Patty O'Brien's down there. Are you going down to the game? Or are you I am not. From a distance, you're going to cover it. I will be watching that one uh, from, from the comfort of home. But uh, New Orleans is a great place to... Great place to eat if you ever get a chance to go there. Well, let's talk about the Lions and the way they bounce back. Okay, so they lose the tough one week two to Seattle. They bounce back, look very good defensively uh, in beating Atlanta uh, 20 to 6. We're like, okay, good. Uh, Baltimore, the atrocious start to finish in the wind at Baltimore. They come back and give us a Monday night game against the Raiders. They weren't great in the red zone, but they won. Uh, now uh, you get the bye, then you get the Chargers win, stink for three and a half quarters against the Bears, find a way to win. You're eight and two, short week, which Green Bay had the same short week, and you lose by seven. It wasn't like you lost 31 10 to Jordan Love, but a game that you needed. If you wanted to stay in the hunt for the two seed, the Eagles are just running away with everything with their uh, comebacks. It seems every week they're making some. Uh, miracle comeback. So and I agree with you. We'll go with Eagles one. Uh, it will be the Niners two. And and that's yeah. why Sunday's important for the Lions now and playing for this three seed and avoiding the Cowboys in the opening round of the playoffs. So you yeah. mentioned New Orleans. We're talking about what they need to do to win. Uh, what do they need to change that we've seen uh, the last two weeks uh, that needs to go and they need to go here? What would that be? I think they need to bring more pressure on defense from different spots. Uh, get back to blitzing Tracy Walker. Um, Alex Anzalone, unfortunately, doesn't look like he's going to play, uh, but he's been a great blitzer. Let's find it. Let's see if Jack Campbell can blitz. We know he can't really cover yet. No, he's not great running in between the tackles yet. Like there's there's glimpses of it, but he, he's a rookie uh, and he's struggling with with a lot of things that rookies struggle with. Let's see if he can blitz. Let's see if Derek Barnes can dial it up. Let's let's overload. Let's do some things where we're you know having some fun on defense, where we have an asynchronous rush up front, the old Jim Schwartz special, where the tackles attack first and and the the ends stand there for a second and then do their thing. Um, it, that that works really well. Um, anybody who's ever played offensive line will tell you that it throws them off when things don't happen fast uh, in their face on pass protection. It, it's worth trying little things like that. And they do practice some of these things at times. Like I've, I've physically seen it myself. I know they have the capability of doing it. That's because if you if you pressure Derek Carr, we, we like to say that Jared Goff doesn't do well under pressure. Derek Carr really doesn't do well under pressure. He's bad, folks, when he gets guys in his face. I think uh, the offensive line has to be better. I, I hope it was just an aberration how bad Decker and Sewell looked against Green Bay. We'll talk more. Uh, about the Saints game, rest of the NFC North, rest of the NFC 
and the NFL playoff picture, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Huge show, Lions, NFL Insider. And also look for the Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube each and every week. Jeff and the crew break down the Lions. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $2.89 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $3.39 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back in this Thursday edition of the Huge Show. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Now you got a ton going on, whether it's the NHL and the Wings. We have championship weekend in the Power Five with Michigan, Iowa on Saturday night. Lions and the Saints on Sunday. Uh, so much action out there. So what you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you're a Hoops fan... You can throw five bucks down on the Pistons or any NBA game. This is for new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Then can bet just five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA team and get 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting that five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA team. 
And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable with 24-7 support. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA team. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball turns, but always use that code HUGE. When you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, if you missed any huge opinion from today or any show, any interview, any hour, uh, the full three hours, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and listen to our free podcast when you want to. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Thursday broadcast on the only statewide syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 radio stations on the Michigan Sports Network. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen to the free stream there online weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live anywhere in the world or catch up on our podcast. Wherever you download podcasts, just search The Huge Show. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, the Detroit Lions podcast, which you can see on YouTube. He'll join us in the studio for a couple more segments. We'll talk about the Lions, the NFC North. They got a three-game lead in the loss column on the Vikings and the Packers. Uh, what about the potential playoff matchups? What about the playoff situation in the NFC? If you have a Lions or NFL comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE at HUGE Show on Twitter. The HUGE Show on Facebook, Jeff Risden back with us for another 60 minutes. So looking at the NFC North, uh, any projections on a clinching the division date or game that you see on the Lions schedule where we all could celebrate the Lions as NFC North 
champions. Oh man, that's that's an exciting time. Uh, I will say this: the magic number is four, which means that the Lions can win four or the Vikings can lose four. Any combination of that. So mm. it could happen in as early as two weeks because the Vikings, well, the, the Vikings are off this week, so that that's not one. Quick look at the Vikings schedule. I got up in front of me here. They're at the Raiders, at the Bengals, and then Christmas Eve, they're home for the Lions. That's the day that I think would be the last time where the Lions would win, would clinch the division. Because the Lions, if the Lions win all three games before then, that's that's the end of the line for Minnesota. They can't lose again. Uh, and I, by that, look... Fans got excited about Josh Dobbs. He's a great story. He is a literal rocket scientist. He is one of my favorite players I've ever interviewed. I sat down with him at the Senior Bowl several years ago for about 40 minutes, me and another another draft analyst. And we're like, that guy's going to be president someday. Like, we're not sure he's going to be a good quarterback. And the teams have figured out how to play defense against him. You watch the Bears do that on Monday night. God help you if you watch that whole game. That was awful. I'm not sure that they're going to win another game with him at quarterback. Now, they're they're talking about making changes. It could be Jaron Hall. It could be, uh, I can't even think of their other veteran that they've got. Um, Nick Mullins is the other guy. Like they're, Probably go to Mullins, I would I, think. I would think yeah. so because Mullins can at least throw the ball with some velocity down the field, which Dobbs clearly can't do. So you're looking like if the, if the Lions win this weekend, they theoretically could clinch it the week before they play Minnesota. And that's, you know, that's, I believe that's the Denver game. Uh, that's, that's, that's asking something of the Lions, but they've shown they're capable of doing that. If they play the way that they did in the months of September and October, they've got it. They're good. They're there. Um, and then that, that, even that first Minnesota game doesn't mean squadoosh. You, you've already got your title. Squadoosh. I like that. A squadoosh. It sounds like you're at the Baroni household. You want some squadoosh? It's like spaghetti with squash. Squadoosh. I'm Joey Baroni. I feel like we should have a bocce ball court in here. Yeah, so that's why I look at banged up New Orleans with three other top four receivers gone, yeah. not playing well, and you get. By the way, they had the Bears and Denver at home. Those are the three. Yeah. Would I put in the must-win category that I think locks up the NFC North? Right. Absolutely. Um, by the way, the Saints don't know who their kicker is going to be yet either. Um, they're, they're right, right. So Saints, I'm telling you, Saints, <laughs> Denver at the Bears are the three games. The Lions take care of business. They're NFC North champions because at Minnesota, even whether it's Mullins, Hall, Dobbs, whatever, you know, Dobbs. Like here's the NFL coaches. You can have that game or two where they haven't figured you out yet, but the minute they scheme against you, you're talking about the best football coaches, some of them, on the planet. They'll figure you out. Yep. You're had. Ad Dallas looks like the only guaranteed loss I see for the Lions. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 it, the only guaranteed loss I see. Denver has really elevated in value on the Eyeball test on the schedule. You know, since they gave up 70 points in one game. Since then, they've given up 72 total uh, in their last six. Yeah, so they're they're playing some really good football lately. So they're they're not they're not the give up team that you thought they were. So we're targeting. Uh, it looks like Philly will end up the one seed. Niners a two seed. Yeah, well, right now, remember the Lions are tied with the Niners. The Niners do have a tough schedule. They still have to play Seattle. They have to play. They play Philadelphia yet. Uh, no, they don't. The, the, they have they have two games on their schedule. They that could they could definitely lose. 
And they're a team that every year has two or three like, what? They they lost to who? That that's just that happens with with pretty much honestly every Shanahan team from Mike uh, Mike Shanahan down to through Kyle like they're prone to the like head scratcher. Uh, they, they they're good for one or they're they're good for one more of those this year. Hopefully the Lions got theirs out of the way with Green Bay. I gotta hope so. Um, the two seed is still very much up in play. The Lions have to go get it. Uh, because they do not own the tiebreaker with the 49ers in the conference record right now. They they would have to get a game up or balance the losses such that it would, would shift their way. But two seed or three seed, you, you, you've got to get that. Um, again, you really, you really don't want the four seed. Now, the four seed is going to be Atlanta, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. None of them have a winning record right now. Uh, so it, it's unlikely that the NFC South champs can overtake them and that they'll, they'll lose to Dallas in the first round by 40. And then the lions will play Seattle, somebody, and they can win that game. They can, doesn't mean they will, but they can. That's why Sunday's so important for yeah, the lions. You, 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 not only off the ugly loss to the Packers on Thanksgiving day, but just playoff positioning because if the playoffs were this weekend, Eagles would have the first round by as a one seed. Niners would host the Vikings. That would be if the playoffs were this weekend in the NFC. Yeah, Lions would host the Seahawks, which I'd take right now. I would. They're they're not playing good football no, either. No, and Cowboys would be at the Falcons. And then if the expected favorites won, it would be Lions and Niners and Cowboys at the Eagles. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's correct. Mm. That's gonna be tough. Um, but keeping that three seed, that's not a bad spot. But you'd have to go to. San Francisco, where I do like their defense, especially with the addition of Chase Young. But you know, and Samuel and McCaffrey are awesome. But they, they will find those games, though. When, and it's the NFL, I think. It's just when guys physically, mentally, emotionally just aren't there. But it's playoff time, and I think most guys will be there. You have to hope so if you're, if you're the coach of that team. And, and, th- and, and we have to keep this in perspective. We've won one. I'm going to say we. Lions. As, as a entity around the Mitten State, have won one playoff game in the Super Bowl era. I think hosting a, winning Never a, div- a road game. That's right. Winning a division title, getting a home playoff game in Ford Field that they win. I think now we're being a little greedy and, and looking beyond that. I think it, once March comes and we see that, okay, they, you know, they. They got that done, and they lost. They were competitive in their loss to whether it's Dallas, San Francisco, Philadelphia, whatever, in, in that next round of the playoffs. I think we would look back on that as a resounding success because I don't think that a lot of people, huge to your credit, you were there. I was not this this summer. But it's hard to see that now because they started out so good and the buzz was all there. And you're right. They need this game. This is still a young football team, the core of the team, young guys. Amon Ra, Panay, uh, Sam Laporta, who's having the best rookie tight end season in NFL history. Um, Jameer Gibbs. Th- th- all these guys are really young. Hutchinson, McNeil. None of these guys are 25 years old yet or over 25. This is a team that's got to learn how to do these things. And getting a win when their back is up against them, like that's that's not the right cliche, but I don't want to keep the wrong cliches. They need to win this one to show and to for those young guys to learn how to overcome a little adversity and show that they can they can put a bad game in the rearview mirror and go on. That's what that's what New Orleans is all about this weekend. 
when you do step back and you look at the schedule like I did earlier today, there have been some games that tell you the Lions aren't ready to go where a lot of us hope they would go this year. They just aren't. Well, look at Baltimore. Yeah, they're right? close. They're close, though. Yeah, but, you know, that, that's the I would say the Baltimore yeah, the Baltimore and Green Bay game, Baltimore away, Green Bay at home, first three and a half quarters against the Bears tells me there's something that needs to change in a hurry. And that's why I'm I'm as curious about any game this season since the Chiefs opener uh, looking at uh, maybe post Seattle loss at home and they showed up, weren't spectacular, but beat a bad well, not bad Falcons team. A Falcons team right now that would be their division winner. They would, they would be their division. Yeah, so I mean, let's let's go back in time one year. The Lions last year were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think it was this weekend. The Jaguars at that point were a very good football team. They they were a young team learning how to win. hadn't had a lot of success lately. The Lions thumped them. I believe it was 41-10. to 10. Didn't punt until like their last series. Correct. When it was like the game was over. We absolutely destroyed them. What did they do to respond to that? They didn't lose again and won a playoff game in well, the Chargers Chargered. That's what they do. Uh, the Lions' current kicker, Riley Patterson, kicked a game-winning field goal to lift the Jaguars after the but kicking that we laid on them, they didn't lose again until the, the second round of the postseason. That's where this Lions team can, that, that's a model for them. And they have the ability to do that. They really do. I know folks are a little skittish about it right now. You don't want to get your hopes up and get dashed. Like That's there for them. It really is. Uh, but they have to go out and show that they can do what the Jaguars did last year and flip it. And make sure that that negativity doesn't brood inside that locker room and inside that culture, and that they know that they're a good football team and go out and prove it and go win a playoff game or two. Uh, and that's still there for these Lions. It 100% is, but it would be really nice to see that in New Orleans this weekend. Yeah, that's why that game is so big. It really is. You have the rest now. Uh, like I said, Jonah Jackson, Anzalone, uh, and Jackson, you see how much they missed him in the Green Bay game. And, I, and like I, one of my keys, the most important thing is that offensive line needs to give golf time because one thing, and I know you're into analytics and we've watched golf in L.A., in Detroit, when he has a clean pocket, he's a different quarterback than when un, under pressure. When he has a clean pocket, he's the fourth best quarterback in the league. When he's not, he's 33rd. There's only 32 teams. That's what I was going to say. He's 33rd? 33rd. How can you be third? Oh, because there's other quarterbacks who have played for there, other there teams. Are, there are 42, yeah. there are 42 qualifying you. quarterbacks. I, I thought there was a quarterback yes. a team. No, Cleveland's 33rd, three 33rd with uh, pressure. Yes. When he's under pressure, he's, he's got the 33rd So, so where do QBR. you not see that as a coaching staff and maybe put another tight end in and limit the guys out in your pattern? And and that's one of the thoughts that they're and that we're and, and you, to to their credit they right. did they, they played Dan Skipper as the extra tackle go. more than they had in any other good. game this year he's good at it I like that um, but the, this was a game again Panay Sewell just had a bad day Frank Ragno like they all had a collective bad day at the same time I don't think that's going to happen again I think the line's going to come out and be like you know what we have enough pride that we're going to show that we've got this. Now, the Saints, their defense, like Cam Jordan, that, that guy's going to the Hall of Fame someday. He's really, really good. They have guys that can hurt you on the defensive front, but their secondary is not all that good. They're banged up. 
We talked about it off air. Their linebackers are eh, they're okay. Like there there is there is hay to be reaped against this defense. And uh it, it starts again with the offensive line because this this Lions offense is predicated on Jared Goff having time to feel comfortable and survey his options. He didn't do that very well against Green Bay. The line didn't do their job. Receivers didn't necessarily do all their job either. Like they it was just a really, really bad day. And they had it on national TV, and that really was frustrating. Yeah, uh, and it was Thanksgiving. It was a celebration with family, friends, coworkers. Well, however you do Thanksgiving. Like I said, I'm with 27 members of the Hayes family and uh, 19 dogs. My God, felt like I, I I thought I was pulling in the Kent County Animal Shelter, but it was Thanksgiving, and all the dogs all want to get love and petted, so they're all like jockeying for position. Looks like me at the nightclub back in the day trying to get the good-looking girl to dance with me. Just, you know, <laughs> dogs are all fighting. Uh, it was great Thanksgiving, but... You know, the, the Lions game just that, – that was one of the rip your Honolulu blue heart right out of your chest. And they do have the extended break, which I don't know if that's good, uh, you know, that you have the extra days. But getting healthy uh, on the short week, we can't blame the short week because the Packers had the same uh, short week. They However did. you want to slice it, dice it, break it down on this show on your Detroit Lions podcast at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter – they just need to go to New Orleans Sunday and get a W. That's it. And if they do, and we're talking at this point next week, the 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 the, the conversation, the tone has changed again, and now we're now we're back. We're back, baby. Well, you get Minnesota, Minnesota, Green Bay lose, you'll have your magic number will be down to what? One. Wow, that'd be crazy. That'd be great. Make that happen. Minnesota doesn't play this week. I think Green Bay's off. Green Bay is off this week as well. So there he goes. Like um, they're not. Yeah. They're both not going to lose. They're not playing. <laughs> Pardon me for not following that's, the Packers that, and uh, that's all right. schedule. The, uh, I don't care. The, the Packers. Anybody can say what they want. Superfly can give me a dirty look. I don't care. You know why? H U G E show. That's why. <laughs> With a the. So I. That's it, what that like. It is. would be nice. On that, and it can't come quick enough on that Denver game if they could clinch. That would be that'd be great. That'd I, be I, awesome. And I think then at that point, then we're then we're talking about do we see Hendon Hooker in Week 18? Which, by the way, uh, he is cleared to practice again. He is. He he is practicing. So we can see Hendon Hooker in a game. Where, so the Lions, let's say they're playing the finale, and it doesn't mean anything, and they have a home game in the playoffs, and you don't want to get golf hurt. Could Hooker play that game? That was how Patrick Mahomes' career started. After Alex Smith, the, the Chiefs did that with Alex Smith. Uh, Mahomes played, started the last game, and they're like, you know what, Alex, you can go away. Um, I'm not saying that's going to happen in Detroit, but it would be nice to see him out there, see what they've got. And he he is. Um, they started his window on Wednesday, and he can be activated anytime in the next three weeks. I've seen him. Ah, uh, the last time I saw him was late September, and he looked like you would ne- you would never know he had knee surgery. Like he looked fine. Uh, they've been patient. They they don't need to rush him because they do have Teddy Bridgewater as a backup quarterback. Goff has has been very durable. Uh, he and and by the way, has played pretty well. He's still a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback for this year. Again, it's tough to think of that right now because he's had all the turnovers the last couple weeks. He's still playing really good football. He's just made some mistakes that. Like the rest of the team. I think it's been the clean pocket. I think there's been a lot of pressure with guys out opposing defensive 
coordinator schemes are getting after Goff. They know that. They know he's a different quarterback. They have the same analytics we're talking about, yep. and they're getting after him. And he's he's getting some happy feet, quick throws, throwing from different slots, and it just doesn't look good. I, I can't get over how bad Decker and Sewell were last week. My I, God. I've never seen Panay Sewell play. There was a play where he wound up trying to crawl to block Preston Smith after Smith, like, um, I don't I don't watch wrestling enough to know the, the moves. He picked him up with the right side and threw him to his left side and, like, pushed him away from behind. Like, that doesn't happen to Panay Sewell, and it happened. That That's why I'm fairly confident that this team is, they, they just had a collective crap day, and they're going to move on. They're going to get better. I like than that, that. Collected, uh, collective crab day. I, uh, we'll get to that. Final thoughts uh, in our next segment, Rizzy. Jeff Risden at Jeff R I S D O N. Also follow Lions Wire, Draft Wire. I'll get his comments in the next segment about J.J. McCarthy. Is he still a first round draft pick? We'll touch on that. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1 866 838 4843. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text word huge to twenty one thousand. Also, if you want to text impact to twenty one thousand, you could win Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart, courtesy of Impact Power Sports on Fourteen Mile in Rockford, just north of GR, West Michigan's go to Yamaha golf cart destination. And anybody listening across the state, they can trick up a golf cart with whatever you want, colors, music, video, whatever you want on it, speakers, you name it, uh, they can do it. And that's for anybody listening across the state. Uh, Look up Impact Power Sports on Facebook. Uh, Check them out. And also on 14 Mile, uh, just north of Grand Rapids and Rockford. But if you want a chance at winning Lomas Brown's golf cart, text IMPACT. To two one zero zero zero. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this. 
Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back, segment two, our number two on a Thursday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. If you want to join in on the conversation, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, the Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube. Uh, at Jeff R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. At Huge Show on Twitter for the broadcast. The Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, Draftwire, uh, you're around. Uh, you and your team are following college football, NFL teams, uh, the draft. J.J. McCarthy this year uh, has had an up and down year in terms of for a two or three week stretch. He's not mentioned as a first round draft pick. Could be high second round. Then all of a sudden, he's a hot top 10 pick. It's cooled down uh, the last couple of weeks, or last three weeks, because Michigan has just done what they needed to to win. He did make some great throws against the Buckeyes. Where, If the draft was tonight, where would Draftwire and Jeff Risden project J.J. McCarthy to go? I would have him being one of the first two or three picks of the second round, where you're getting a team that... Uh, didn't take a quarterback high in the first round, but needs a quarterback. He's he's that kind of guy. I think Michael Penix Jr. from Washington is going to be that same sort of player. They're very different different styles of player, uh, and they're both not going to universally appeal to everyone. But uh, that that's where I see JJ and, and the kind of I I'm not sure that he's he that the NFL views him as a first round pick, but there will be teams that will, and then then it's like. Okay, who all gets the who gets Caleb Williams? Who gets Jaden Daniels? Who gets Drake May? Who gets Bo Nix? I think those are the four, the four clear top Penix four Jr. quarterbacks, too, right? Uh, he's he's older and he's got a ton of injury issues, and that that's going to weigh on him. Uh, that's a guy who's uh, you know it's funny we, we were talking about Hendon Hooker in the last segment. Hendon Hooker is younger than Michael Penix Jr. Um, when they're going to be rookies. So uh, and and if you followed him at Indiana at all. Two different knee injuries uh, to the same knee and two separate AC joint injuries to his throwing shoulder. That's a tough sell. Um, even to Brad Holmes, a guy who's willing to overlook some some, some injury issues with, with prospects. So not he's not going to appeal to every team. McCarthy has he has leadership going for him. Uh, he's got youth, he's got athleticism. He's he's gonna be appealing. I think he's gonna be the fifth quarterback taken, and that's you know, it, does that fall at 20 or does that fall at 40 or somewhere in between, I think, is where he's going to be at. 
And the X factor could be uh, with NFL jobs that will be open. Uh, we know the Raiders job is open. At least there's an interim tag there. Uh, you look at the possibility of Vegas, uh, the Bears, but then the Bears win, and then, you know, they're showing some fight. Will Eberflus hold on? Chargers seem to be a possible destination. Harbaugh, after all the NCAA garbage, I don't know. I listened to him. He seems rejuvenated. Uh, he loves his team. If Harbaugh comes back, does McCarthy run it back another year with Harbaugh and look to be a top five guy in the 2025 draft. And that very well could happen. Those, they're having those conversations in USC right now. Is Caleb Williams going to leave, or is he going to stick around? There's for talk that he might come back? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Uh, in fact, he did an interview. I don't think he's NFL ready. Uh, that's my opinion. He is not for everybody. Um, just as an example, he's not good in Ben Johnson's offense. If you, if you need a guy to throw a ball at a specific time to a specific spot, he's not your quarterback. That's not who he is. He is a guy who makes plays outside of structure incredibly well. But if you, he's a guy that you would never blitz. You would never rush him. Uh, you, you drop all your guys into coverage. You, you mix, mix, mix and match so he can't see what's coming. Um, and he cannot beat you from the pocket. That's the way that's way USC has lost so much, aside from the fact that their defense is cheese. But they, <laughs> he's not great at the things that Jared Goff is really good at and the things that the Lions offense are built around. Uh, that's, that's much more Bo Nix or Jaden Daniels doing that for you, um, or Drake May. But for a team that's willing to let, like, like a team that let, lets Russ cook, like Denver, um, or, you know, in Seattle where they may or may not need a new quarterback, I think he's perfect for them. I think he'd be their, their top quarterback and would be the number one pick. So they're, that, it's going to be kind of a dealer's choice on that this year. And that, there's a lot of talk that he's coming. He's making, what is what I hear one point two million dollars in NIL. Um, that's that's obviously not anywhere close to what you would get as a number one or number or even five overall pick. It's not a bad living uh, as a college student. Um, I say this as somebody who went to college for six years and and would have stayed longer if I didn't have to pay for it. I live 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 it up, man. If you're enjoying it, stay there. You know, thrive on that. Um, and he gave an interview with the LA Times where he indicated that he. He hasn't made up his mind yet, and I believe him, and then people close to that program believe him. So we'll see on that. And that would move McCarthy up the pecking order. You know, if he doesn't come out, actually, uh, my colleague Natalie Miller at DraftWire wrote this yesterday about what happens if Caleb Williams stays in school. McCarthy's one of the guys that would benefit from that because then the, the pool of quarterbacks that you need is shallower, and you got to, like, oh, he's looking better now. Like, now, now maybe he's a top 15 pick because. Just there, because the fall off behind him and Panics, and uh, I'll throw uh, Michael Pratt from Tulane in there. Uh, that guy's really good. He doesn't get any publicity. He's he's, he's a very ready quarterback. After that, it's it's rough, man. You're looking at, I mean, Peyton Thorne's getting buzzed there in that next tier of quarterbacks. That's how thin it is. I think Spartan fans know where that's at. <laughs> especially Auburn. And Keon Coleman is getting buzzed to he, he, be the he, first uh, receiver taken, or at least he's, uh, he's in, a, in the top group. He's, right? a, he's a top 15 pick. From no no State, doubt in my mind. No. He, he, he's phenomenal. Uh, but a little inconsistent, and some of that's the fact that they have a lot of guys, a lot of mouths to feed down there in, in Florida State. But he's, he's really good. He's, he's going to be a definite first-rounder. We'll be gone before the Lions get a shot at him. Harbaugh, if he does leave, I'm not saying he's going to leave, and there's still a lot of work in front of him. They have Iowa 
Saturday night Big Ten title game. More than likely, uh, the Final Four is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. The over-under is 35-and-a-half. That's a tough line to take off the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. So they're, they're picking them to win 28-7. to Basically. Wow. Now, now that doesn't cover. They're picking no. them to shut them out. And they could. They very well could with, with Matt. They're, they're, they're picking a 27-0 Michigan win. 27-7 yeah. would still cover under that 35-and-a-half over. See, because if Harbaugh does leave and he knows he could recreate an Andrew Luck-type situation that he had at Stanford with J.J., right? Yeah. And they're doing it at the pro level where they're both making money and they're not dealing with the minutia. Correct? Not dealing with the NCAA. But that wouldn't happen, and that's why there's been some talk. It's interesting, the Herbert uh, conversation that would San Diego move. When I hear, first time I heard, yeah, Herbert could be traded by the time you get to the draft. And I said, okay, the only way you're going to trade Herbert, if you're Jim Harbaugh and you're taking the San Diego job and you want a J.J. to be your quarterback of the future. Right. And That's it. That's the only way Herbert gets traded. I can't fathom that ownership group doing that. But, I mean, weird things happen in the NFL all the time. Um, I mean, who's, a, who, who's the Raiders' long-term quarterback? Whoever the coach is. It's not, it's not Jimmy G. That's it's not Aiden sure. O'Connell. I, no, 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 it's no, not. So it's they're, not. It's so they're going to be on that, you know. Uh, let, well, let, let's throw this out there. Available. Let's say the Bears decide to make a change, and they want a new quarterback. The new coach comes in and wants a new quarterback. Justin that, Fields gets traded to the Raiders. J.J. McCarthy's a Chicago-area guy with Harbaugh who played for the Bears. You want hype? There you go. You want hype right there? Chicago saying, loves their own. Just saying. Chicago loves their own and loves yes, people who have played for their teams. Yes, they do. That would be in Harbaugh. And then Harbaugh's right there, builds his uh, home right next to the Big Ten offices. Right there. And then J.J., <laughs> he takes them knowing it's a, a project, believes in him, and they do yeah. their run at the NFL level. All these things are on the table. We don't we don't know what's going to happen but with question any of them. Is, but where it's would, all on the where table. would Fields end up? I, does it feel like going back to Georgia, like Atlanta? I know they got Ritter. I, that Ritter's not their answer. Is he? Um, is, New Orleans makes a lot of sense. New Orleans, because, yes. Because Carr just isn't it. Um, they're Tampa. Gonna, they're going to have a new. Possibly, they're going right? to have a new coach uh, in New Orleans. But is he a good likely. enough passer to have another team warrant giving up a lot? To get fields. So I would tell you most of this season, I would say he's been better than what the coaches have allowed him to be. But then you watch the Minnesota game on Monday night and he wasn't. He was bad. He was missing throws that you have to hit if you're an NFL quarterback. He just couldn't hit them. And he had he's had bouts of that throughout his career. Um, and that's I don't know what you do with that because he's one of those guys that like he's too good not to keep trying but at some point, he's going to need to show you that he can be your franchise quarterback and be a consistent you know, presence for six weeks in a row. And he just hasn't done that for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, that's the, 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 the quarterback trademark is going to be fascinating this year because the Jets also need a new quarterback. Because I don't, I don't believe Aaron Rodgers is – I don't believe the comeback stuff. And, and long term, I think the Jets have to know – they got to get rid of of Zach Wilson. That guy, that guy's colossal negative energy. Um, he's got to go. Uh, and whoever they're back, I mean, they're starting Tim Boyle right now. Tim Boyle couldn't be the fourth quarterback on the Lions last year. He's their starting quarterback. Yeah, but Rogers now reports have him 
uh, making progress about coming back, which would be the earliest ever from an Achilles injury. And now some are questioning whether he really had an Achilles or if he just oh, took man. the year off. That's, I, I, don't, no. I, don't, I don't know. I, I would say this. If you're the Jets organization, why in the world would you let him come? They're, they're in 12th place in the AFC Maybe right that now. they want to see they've, him they've, before they decide when, when the fields or all these QB scenarios are out there, right? Yeah. I, th- I think you know what you got in Aaron Rodgers, though. Like This, this isn't like the Lions activating Hendon How Hooker so he can practice. How long are they locked in on Rodgers? Uh, at least one more year salary-wise. They can get out of it after that. If they, they want to get out of it this next year, it's costing their team, basically. Um, they need to get rid of all the bums that he brought with him, by the way. Uh, letting him bring in guys like... Uh, uh, Cobb, Lazard. Like Cobb, Laz- Lazard has been... I guess a healthy scratch right now. Uh, he's bad. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the... Well, he brought the, in the, the offensive coordinator, too. Hackett, <laughs> that, right? That's not going very well. They had... Oh, so they had one touchdown and forty-two that's drives. Why, that's why I think. That's why I think he wants to come back. I, yeah, I, I, that, that he wants to give those guys some redemption too by him coming back. I buy that. Uh, that 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 is certainly in his character of doing that. But they're they're a, they're an interesting mess, and you know, there are there's teams like. I think Washington found their guy in Sam Howell. Uh, took a little bit of time, but he, he, by the way, he is the NFL's leading passer right now. You could probably win some money I like doing that. I think he looks good. I'm, I'm fine. You know, Patriots need a quarterback of the future. I don't think it's Mac Jones. <laughs> no. Right? No, it's not. It's not Bailey Zappi. And either. Belichick seems to be done, but also there's talk now. I like how Belichick flips a script that he he's setting up a possible new destination, which then puts some pressure on Kraft and the Patriots, right? They, this is going to be just all the stuff we're talking about now. The offseason is going to be The offseason is going to be incredible this year. I cannot wait yeah, for it. Yeah, because Harbaugh will, could be in the mix. I Are they going to give I, him the new contract? If they don't give him the new contract and they're waiting on NCAA again, which he's been through, does he just go? And then knowing that he could set up the right spot where he could draft J.J.? Yeah, if he wants J.J. That's that's the other thing. Or, or if he wants Herbert, no, you have a built-in you have a team ready in San Diego to win. Yeah, they do. You they, have a team. You hire your guys. You bring some of your NFL friends, uh, your college friends you've had at Michigan and other stops, yeah. and you do your thing, and you chase what you wanted and you didn't get, and your brother did when he beat you in the Super Bowl. You, you go to the Chargers. You get them, you get them a one offensive tackle and one stud, really good cornerback. And that's that's a, that's the best team in the NFC or the AFC West, um, even with Kansas City. That's why right. San Diego seems like a job that if Harbaugh is going to leave, he has a yeah. place. And, and yeah, plus he's for, he's for, he, he coached there. He was at the, are they, the, the University of San Diego. They're the Toreos, right, or Toreros or something like that. Tornados. I don't know. They're a Tornado. I actually uh, I actually saw them play a conference game at Dayton a couple of years ago. Well, like, what like are they it, doing? Looks at the like they had some time on a weekend there in Dayton where there should have been other things to do. There's nothing to do in Dayton. <laughs> Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Twitter, Facebook, online at Jeff R I S D O N. One of our Lions NFL insiders, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can watch and hear on YouTube. Search for that. Jeff, enjoy the New Orleans game on Sunday. We'll talk next week. I will do so. Thanks. Go Lions. Jeff Risden in studio from Lions Wire, Draft Wire here on the Michigan Sports Network. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Earn bonus points with M-Perks at Meijer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meijer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meijer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M-Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meijer app. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Better the album man. of the year, Killing Time. Come on up again, Clint Black. This Clint Black with special guest Josh Grayson. Tickets start at $40, on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back for the final segment, our number two on a Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Coming up, Lomas Brown. Uh, will join us with Josh Garvey from Doran Mayhew. We'll look back at the Lions' loss on Thanksgiving Day and what to expect coming up on Sunday in New Orleans. And also, Lomas and I have that video and the photos. You can see at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. That Lions cart where you could win Lomas's golf cart, courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, just north of GR. 
Now, Impact just became Michigan's newest authorized Yamaha golf cart dealer in Rockford on the west side of Michigan. And they can trick up your cart. You can design it. Any colors, music, lights, flags, whatever you want. Drew and his team can do it at Impact Power Sports. Lomas loves his cart. I, I love the cart they're working on for the Huge Show. Lomas's is amazing. Like I said, go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can see it. And if you want to win it, we're giving it away next summer at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes. A lot of time to enter, but I know people are already going crazy trying to win Lomas's golf cart. Just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000. Do that. Share it with your friends and family. You'll love uh, that Yamaha Lions cart and the Yamaha Huge cart uh, will be coming after the first of the year. And also, Christmas is right around the corner at Impact Power Sports, and they've got a huge selection of kids' ATVs, golf carts that you can trick up, uh, custom design it, uh, UTVs, e-bikes, and more at prices nobody can beat. So go to Impact Power Sports. Look them up on uh, Facebook. But stop in and see everything they have to offer. And you can work on customizing your own golf cart for your golf club, your neighborhood, the cottage, the lake, down in Florida, you name it. Impact Power Sports. 14 Mile in Rockford, just north of GR. And text Impact to 21,000 if you want a shot at winning Lomas's Lions cart. It's sweet. Lomas loves it. So what's, what's happening, somebody's going to get an exact duplicate of Lomas's cart that he has taken back to his house. So there's going to be, you're going to win Lomas's cart, the exact same design from Drew and the custom team at Impact Power Sports. I'm telling you, with all the power toys, e-bikes, everything I just talked about, side-by-sides, uh, ATVs, you need to go check it out and also get your own golf cart design. Think about that at the golf club or in the neighborhood where you have the coolest cart on the block or on the course. Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile in Rockford, and text IMPACT to 21,000. You have some time, don't worry. But I think we're going to have thousands of people. We've already exceeded over 1,000 entries right now. Text IMPACT to 21000, and you'll have that chance to win Lomas's Lions Cart, courtesy of Impact Power Sports in Rockford. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. 
What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on Adorn Mayhew Thursday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bean Garter will officially become Dorn Mayhew here at the end of the month. The sign is already up along 131 in downtown GR. Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, will be in studio momentarily. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lion. He joins us every week. Presented by Dorn Mayhew. We'll talk about the Lions and the Saints on Sunday down in Louisiana. Get to the rest of the NFC North and the NFL. Let's welcome in the fellas. First, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder. Dorn Mayhew heads up the Grand Rapids office. What's up, my man? How much? Did you enjoy the game Saturday, Ohio State-Michigan? I did. What a game. Um, epic game, I think he called a few minutes ago. What a game. Uh very happy with the outcome. So that was all. And we had Lomas down there uh, with Impact Power Sports in the Lomas Brown golf cart that somebody <laughs> will win next summer. Just text Impact to twenty one thousand. Lomas was looking good in the golf cart. I know you saw our video uh, that I described as Dumb and Dumber Two, the uh, upcoming movie. Uh, but it's a great golf cart, and people love Lomas, man. You know, with you know hundred. Well, you got to remember, there's a hundred and eleven thousand that got into the stadium, but everybody tailgating. I, I think there was quarter million people down there uh, last Saturday. And Lomas, you had a great time, didn't you? Oh, I had a wonderful time. And yeah, your estimates, it had to be that amount of people there. It was awesome, huge. It was overwhelming. And like I said, I've been to plenty of sporting events and been involved with sporting events. But I don't think I've ever been overwhelmed by a sporting event like that. And I didn't even go to the game. I just tailgated. Didn't even go to the game, and I was overwhelmed. So it was awesome. You know what was really cool, too, Josh? When he was leaving, he said, bye-bye, Billy. And I said, <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be a documentary. <laughs> he goes, bye-bye, Billy. And I told Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network, I'm like, I think I'm gonna. That's gonna be my life story as a broadcaster. <laughs> and then Lomas is gonna be sitting there just like he was in Bye Bye Barry, going, you know, eventually Bill would say the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Hey, Josh, did you watch Bye Bye Barry? I did actually this last weekend. Uh, did you see Lomas in there? I did. Lomas and Herman and all the guys. Lomas was... is in every documentary. He is. <laughs> He is. He's he must have the best documentary agent on the planet. <laughs> Lomas, I, I turn around, there could be tonight on our documentary on wild geese in northern Canada. Lomas Brown. How did Lomas get on that documentary? He's everywhere. He's like I was hyped up on Mountain Dew in that documentary. Man, about uh, you were. You were getting excited. I'm like, is he foaming oh at the mouth God. right now? What's going on? I know, man. You see Kevin Glover, he was sitting there calm as can be. They cut cut to me, and I'm hiked up on Mountain Dew, jumping around, eyes bugging out. I'm like, what in the world was wrong with me? So, yeah, yeah. No, when I was watching Bye Bye Barry, they show one of the outtakes at the end. Lomas was moonwalking with a number 20 Lions jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> it was that, that was well done, and... I, you know, I cried uh, at the end because that's how much Barry Sanders meant to me and still does mean to me as a Lions fan. And Josh, uh, when, when it was over, what were you thinking in your mind? You know, I was glad my kids were watching that with me. Awesome. That's because the fantastic. kids are the kids are not used to the athletes of today that are very celebratory, uh, lots of show. And they there were times where Barry was talking about 
not acting in that manner. And they were almost somewhat confused. And by the end, they were like, wow, it really is the right thing to just hand the ball to the ref when you score, isn't it? And so it was pretty cool to see their reaction uh, at their age points, uh, to see the respect uh, that Barry had for the game and, and the players and the referees. And it was just, it was a very, very well done documentary. And Lomas for you being in the documentary on a serious note, playing alongside Barry, opening up those holes. And some of the highlights I hadn't seen for a while where there's like defenders singing the plays over and there goes uh, Barry. After you watch Bye Bye Barry, uh, what were some of the things going through your mind? Wow, well, that that was poignant what Josh just said because that's the effects you want to get out of a documentary and that's what you want to affect the next generation. So that's awesome, Josh, to hear that. But for me, it was just kind of like reliving a lot of the moments, a lot of the things that, um, you know, that Barry went through. But knowing it, too, knowing it from a personal standpoint and knowing the guy – knowing what he stood for, knowing that once he retired that he wasn't coming back like a lot of people speculated because that's just how Barry was. You know, a great example was in the movie and the doc when we talked about him needing nine yards to go back in to, to win the Russian title. I mean, all of us wanted it, but, but Barry. You, we wanted it as linemen. You know, he had money riding on it, the prestige of being the Russian leader, and yet and still he didn't, you know, that didn't phase Barry. And that's just how he was, and that's how he is today. He's still the same person that I met in 1989. So I'm, it, it was great. I'm glad a lot of people are getting to see that and that side of him. Lois Brown is on the Lions Radio Network, former Lion, Josh Garvey's managing shareholder of Doran Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. They join me every week. We talk about the Lions, uh, the stories connected to the Lions and where this team is at. And Josh, I'll begin with you. Uh, off uh, a god-awful Thanksgiving performance. They get a break uh, to get as healthy as they can for New Orleans, a team that is missing three of their top four wide receivers, as Jeff Risden mentioned earlier on the show. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Boy, I'm scared to see uh, coming off the Thanksgiving game. Um, I think you'll see Detroit bounce back here. I do. Um, the line's about four. It's, it's hovering around four. But I I think Detroit will come out. I think they're going to be ready. Um, some of the guys are, like you said, healed up a little bit. Um, and, and I do think you'll see them come out and play a much better uh, football game. Lomas, uh, looking at Thanksgiving to the time off, is that good for the Lions or – uh, would they have been better off playing a week later, the extra rest? I get that. But, man, Thanksgiving was so darn ugly, and that thing just lingering. Uh, how do you think the Lions respond against the Saints? Well, first, I think it was good. Just any time you could get the rest this time of the year, you will take it. But I, I think huge what we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks have been self-inflicted wounds. There and that's I think for me that's the most encouraging part about this is because these are things that can be cleaned up the fumbles the interceptions uh, the penalties those are things that you can work on and clean up as a team you know when we were the when we were talent deficient <laughs> you couldn't say that but we have just as much or more talent 
than the teams that we're going to face. So it's just a matter of us executing, not shooting ourselves in the foot, and, and, and stop putting our defense in the short field by turnovers and, and hurting the team. So it, it, so that's where my encouragement comes from. But I tell you what, we got a tough team. We're getting ready to face. I've been watching them on film. You know, they, 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 they could get it together real easily, and they're still kind of in the hunt. Um, in there, in that that division, so it's going to be a tough, tough game, especially on the road. Josh, uh, when you look at the matchup with the Saints, uh, why do you like the Lions to win on Sunday? And what's your biggest concern? I think the Lions uh, can 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 do what they've done this year, which is I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Um, I think Montgomery, Gibbs. Um, barring any health concerns, there, um, I do think they're going to have their way running the football. Um, I do think golf will bounce back. People are starting to doubt golf all of a sudden, but we forget what he did the first six weeks of the year. So, uh, of the season, I should say, but I do like him to bounce back. And like I said, I think they can control the running game. The concern I have, um, we've talked about this guy every week, Alex Anzalone, not sure he's playing. And so uh, that's a different, he's a difference maker on the field. Uh, he's one of the few guys that's get that, that gets into the backfield of opponents on a regular basis, which, it's part of the problem on the pass rush, which we'll get to in a moment. But Anzalone, I know Jeff Risden was on earlier from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire. He's thinking Jonah Jackson and Anzalone won't play Sunday in New Orleans. Right. So I guess that's my biggest concern is Alex's influence on the game on the defensive side. He he sets the tone and there's a rhythm when he's in the game. What do you have? Fifteen tackles this last game or game before, and it's he sets the tone there a little bit. So that's my biggest concern is seeing his name on that list um, and what that could do to that defense. Josh Garvey is managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, formerly Bean Carter. He joins me every Thursday with Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, the former Lion. And Lomas, uh, from what was bad on Thanksgiving, what becomes something good will watch Sunday against the Saints? I think, again, Josh, great point that you made with uh, Alex not being there. So I think the offensive line, I think they have something at the bit to get back out there and prove to the uh, prove that they are the number one line in this NFL. I know how it is coming off a tough game like that, and nobody played particularly well up front, you know. And you expect those guys. It's an expectation that comes with them guys that we expect from them guys to play at a high level, and they just didn't. Jared got hit too much. It was just too much pressure on them. And they, you know, so it was just a bad blocking by a bad day by the offensive line. So I expect these guys to come out and prove why they're one of the top offensive lines. Um, And Josh is right. I expect us to be able to run against the New Orleans Saints. That's going to have to be the thing that we're going to have to be able to do. I watch Atlanta run against them. Um, I watch Green Bay run against them. So they can be run against uh, as a defense, and that's what we're going to have to do. That's how you establish the line of scrimmage. I think that's how you get our offensive line back in rhythm. Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey joining me talking Lions. We'll get to the NFC North in a moment, but this is a big game. Uh, this team, they found a way to win and get it done 
in L.A. against the Chargers, had the comeback in the final five minutes against the Bears, and then just laid an egg. And again, when you play that bad and you only lose by seven, I know we can try and look at the glass half full, but I look at Sunday with the magic number sitting at four, which is amazing. Okay, last time they had a magic number like this, and they led this early uh, in the season. I Did I see something going back to like the 50s or 60s or something? Like, uh, this is uncharted territory. Uh, I, they have to win, Lomas uh, and Josh, and I'll get your thoughts first, Josh. I, I, I deem Sunday in the must-win category. I really do. I do, too. Um, coming off that last game and looking at Minnesota trailing you by a couple of games, um, I think it's a must-win. Um, we, we've got to take one game at a time. Um and it starts here uh, on the road at New Orleans. But I agree, it's a must-win football game. Lomas, uh, how do you how do you look at this game Sunday for the Lions? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I, I do look at it as a, a game that we have to win. It's an NFC game. Uh, we And quite frankly, we have to win this game, I think, so we gain the confidence back uh, that we had before these last couple of games. Um, again, it's going to be a test because it's going to be on the road in a hostile situation. So what that means is you got to take your solid count there. You know what I'm saying? So you can't put yourself in third and long situations. You can't be behind the sticks. You got to stay in front of the sticks, especially going to New Orleans, one of the loudest places in the league, trying to communicate out there on the offensive side of the ball. It's just going to be a headache. It really is. And it could be a difference maker. So to me, these guys got to grind it out and stay ahead of these six. But it's a must win. I think it's a must win, too, if you want to keep up with Dallas, San Francisco, uh, Philly, and the rest of the teams. As I was talking with Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and Draft Wire earlier in today's show, I, I think the Lions, I know they're tied with San Francisco right now, but the Niners have the tiebreaker on conference record. But that three seed, which would ensure the home playoff game and that you don't play the Cowboys in the opener, uh, that's where they're sitting right now. I would take that because it goes back to preseason expectations and the fact that this team would get a home playoff game. And, yes, they might have to go through San Francisco and Philly to get to the Super Bowl. But to me, the focus is kind of reset, uh, win the NFC North, get the three seed, get that home playoff game, and avoid the Cowboys. Yeah, that well, that's where it should be a huge, and that's where my my that's where I've been the whole time. You know, again, they're doing so well, and they I think they're here the way people thought they would be. That's when you start hearing the Super Bowl talk and all that. But as you know from the beginning, I said my goal was for them to win the end, win our division, and get a home playoff game and win that. That that was my expectations coming into the season. Josh Garvey, he is managing shareholder Dorn Mayhew, Grand Rapids office, Lomas Brown. What were your expectations going back to when we had our first broadcast uh, with Lomas, Josh, what you were thinking would be the perfect season. I know wins at KC at Green Bay, the hype, Monday Night Football, uh, Super Bowl talk started. Like I said, I've kind of reset mine. I know what I expect and what I think they can do. What were you thinking before the season, and where are you at now? 
Yeah, I think I was on the same page where Lomas was, was uh, to win the division. Let's start there. Um, and I think we'd pick the games to start the season. And, and, and I think I was 13 or 14 wins and maybe I was shooting a little high, but yeah, um, I was 14 and three. Yeah. I think I was right there with you, 13 or 14 wins. And I, I think the expectation was to win that division and, and hopefully host a playoff game and, and um, maybe get a win there. But um, certainly wasn't talking Super Bowl um, uh, at the beginning of the year, but certainly agree with Lomas's comment here. This is a big bounce back game for the confidence and you hope they can go in there and get that, get that confidence back with a win on the road. Lomas Brown, uh, before I let you go, what's your prediction uh, on the Lions game? Well, I expect them to win the game. I, I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I just do. I just think we're going to have to come out and and it might be a shootout. I think we could probably win the game. I'm looking maybe 30, uh, 30 to 26, somewhere out there, 30 to 24, somewhere up in that range right there because I do think that they can put up points. They can move the ball offensively. So can we. I think it's just going to become. It's going to come down to what defense can get stops. And New Orleans has a good defense. They really do. So our defense is going to definitely have to show up on Sunday. And Josh, uh, what will be the final score at the Mercedes Benz Dome? Yeah, I think that's a loud crowd there. That environment there is quite loud. Um, I think New Orleans without these receivers, uh, huge. I think they're going to be. Missing some of those big uh, playmakers, uh, the speed on the outside. I, I like Camara back in the backfield, but I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. So I'm I'm seeing like a like a 27-17 Detroit. 27-17, uh, and I like the Lions in a close one. Uh, I'll say like 24-21. Uh, get a win any means possible and come back home. And like we said, guys, magic numbers at four. Uh, it looks like barn a collapse, and that's my, not fear, just a point of concern off the Green Bay game. They cannot deliver another ugly performance. They just can't with what they've built up, and you want to stay on track to be that three seed, minimum three seed, if not the two. So get that W on Sunday. Lomas, uh, great to see you at the Michigan-Ohio State, the Impact Power Sports tailgate. Uh, everybody can text Impact to 21,000 for a shot at winning uh, Lomas's Lions, a tricked up uh, golf cart, courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford here on the west side of the state, West Michigan's go to Yamaha uh, golf cart dealer. Uh, Josh, uh, enjoy your trip down to the Big Ten Championship with the Wolverines and the Hawkeyes. Go Blue. Big game. Excited for that. So. Like to see Michigan win another Big Ten title. So and go get the natty. That's what they need to do. Lomas, uh, enjoy the trip down to New Orleans, and we'll talk next week. Yeah. All right. I think uh, we lost Lomas for a moment, but he was saying goodbye. I think his phone went in and out. Josh, and we'll also talk in seven days. Sounds great. Thank you. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. 
It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. And here we go. Week 14 of the college football schedule. Championship week. Everything on the line for everyone. Oregon against Washington for the Pac-12 on Friday night. Followed up by Saturday's slate of Miami versus Toledo at noon for the MAC. Texas against Oklahoma State for the Big 12 at noon. Bama in Georgia for the SEC at 4. Louisville against Florida State at 8 for the ACC and Michigan and Iowa at 8 o'clock for the Big Ten. The college football playoff Final Four will get tickets punched and we'll see who survives and who the committee decides is worthy. If both Washington and Florida State survive, then it should be Big Ten, Pac-12, SEC, and ACC for our Final Four. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, Make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Tim 20 man is standing by from Allen Park. Let's talk about the Lions from Thanksgiving to the Saints on Sunday in New Orleans. How you doing, Timmy? Good. You tell me. You know, after the three and a half ugly quarters against the Bears and then the unbelievable final four and a half minutes, I thought the Lions had the wake-up call with the short week for the Packers traveling in and the Lions getting that day advantage that they would take care of business on Thanksgiving Day and it was just really ugly start to finish. Any explanation that you're hearing from Alan Park or just your own observation? 
I mean, just a stinker. I mean, when you play three games in 11 days, I think something like that can come up. Certainly not an excuse, but they were just sloppy. Um, credit Green Bay. They came in. They had a good plan. They got after Jared Goff. And look, when you lose a turnover battle, they got lucky against Chicago. That was 4-1. to one. Uh, Usually when you lose that differential by three, you ain't winning a football game. And um, they got lucky, you know, on Sunday, and it, it bit them again on Thursday, and they weren't so lucky this time. So, you know, I think they they talk it up to, you know, one of those games. Um, they got a chance to kind of regroup, have a little buy. They got healthier, um, and they're going to go back at it on, on Sunday, and they expect to play much better football. So when you take the time to get the legs back, and you mentioned the three games in 11 days when they lost on Thanksgiving to the Packers, what do you expect Sunday in New Orleans? I expect a much better effort. Um, I expect a football team that's not going to hurt themselves as much as they have been uh, with some of the penalties, obviously the turnovers, which we talked about, um, and, and just some of the mistakes that have been a little bit uncharacteristic of what we've seen, um, you know, the previous nine games. Um, I expect them to be better. Like I said, they're healthy. Um, they should have their five starting offensive linemen back. Uh, we could see Bruce Irvin for the first time. Maybe that gives them a little bit of a boost on the edge defensively. Um, and so, you know, sometimes you need a game like that. You need a little bit of wake-up you start beating your chest a little bit. You win a few weeks. You think um, you know you can just show up, and that's not the case in this league. And so um, Dan Campbell's excited about this opportunity. Obviously, he's going home, um, won a lot of games in, in the Superdome, and um, I would expect a much better effort from Detroit on Sunday. Who are players, as we look at this stretch coming up, with the Lions with the three games and the loss column lead on the Vikings and the Packers and the Vikings losing – those last two to the Broncos and the Bears really is a bonus to Detroit. A lot of people aren't talking about. Uh, but what areas need to be better uh, the rest of this season for the Lions to have a shot at winning a playoff game? Well, I think they've got to marriage their their pass rush and their coverage a lot better. Um, you look at the 23 sacks that they have, that's ranked 26 in the NFL. Um, and really, when you break it down, I mean, 18 of those came in three games huge. So, you know, there's been no consistency with the pass rush. They've been held without a sack in four games this year. So I think that's got to get better. Um, you look at their three losses, and Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, and, and you know, Thursday with Jordan Love, they were able to just sit back there in, in the pocket. They completed... 75 of 100 passes for over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, no picks, and 135 passer rating. That's what happens in this league when you let guys sit there in the pocket. You can't pressure them. Um, nobody can cover for that long. So I think that's got to be one of the big emphasis um, with this team. And then, you know, getting some of those takeaways on defense, the big plays, the game changers. Um, they've got to get back to doing some of those things, punching the ball out. Um, you know, they've gone a few games now, you know, with, with limited takeaways. And those are just such huge plays in this league. So, you know, guys like Cam Sutton, um, guys like Aiden Hutchinson, I, I think Lions need, you know, some of their playmakers on defense, the guys that they count on to step up and, and, and make some plays. Because I think we're, we all feel pretty confident especially when the offensive line is healthy, that this offense can go and score points as long as they take care of the football. So improving that pass rush, what would you do? What what would be the adjustments? Because I get that Hutch has seen a lot of double teams, if not triple teams at times. Uh, I look at that and I also look at when he has a clean pocket, Goff is a better quarterback. What's a quick fix here dealing through injuries and what personnel the Lions have? 
Well, I don't know there how much you can do. You know, obviously they made the decision not to upgrade um, in terms of the trade deadline. Again, we talked about earlier. We'll see what what Bruce Irvin can bring. I talked to him this week. He's excited. He's in football shape, um, and he thinks he can add a lot. He thinks there's a lot in the tank. You know, James Houston is a guy um, who we've seen at practice kind of working his way back. That could be an addition in December, but I think it just comes down to guys winning their one-on-ones. You know, guys like James Pascal, who was a second-round pick last year, a guy that they've counted on. He's healthy. I haven't heard his name a lot, you know. Guys like John Kaminsky, um, who does a lot of the dirty work, but, you know, find a way to make a play, too. I think it just really comes down to you know, guys having to win their one-on-one matchups and, and do it more frequently. Tim Twenty Man, DetroitLions.com. You can follow everything Lions 24-7 at DetroitLions.com. Are they a playoff win ready team when you look at the Lions right now? I think so. I you know, I think they can score with anybody. And if that game's at home, um, we've seen what kind of advantage Ford Field can be. I think that's why they want to win this division so bad. They want to play that first game um and potentially more at Ford Field. I think it gives them such a huge edge. I just think when they can score the way that they can, um, I think they can be in any game and I think they can win any game. And if you mix in a couple sacks, a big play, a key takeaway with how much you know, confidence they have in their offense, I think they can win a game, especially at home. Yeah, they're in a battle right now for the two or three seed. I think it's going to be tough to catch Philly. They keep having these uh, comebacks, which are unbelievable against quality teams. But, you know, tied for second, they don't have the conference tiebreaker with the Niners right now. Three seed will still keep you away more than likely from the Cowboys and you'll get a home playoff game. So, you know, three up in the loss column on the Vikings and the Packers, that is huge, Timmy. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, the magic number's down to four, right? It's been a long time since so wow. we start counting down some magic When was the last time we talked about magic like numbers with the Lions, right? <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's good to start doing that stuff. Just stay on pace. Obviously, there was a hiccup there on Thanksgiving. Uh, that happens, um, and but you can't let it build. Right? You can't start this thing where you start talking about a losing streak. They've been good all year with bouncing back after a loss. They'll need to do it this week to to lower that uh, magic number, keep three games ahead of um, of Minnesota, who's on the bye, and and then you're rolling. And and all of a sudden, week sixteen, week eighteen um, are, are very important. I'd say week seventeen at Dallas too, but you got Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota, so. A key ending there, you'd like to have a little bit of cushion going into those last three games. Timmy, always appreciate your time. Enjoy that trip to New Orleans on Sunday. I will. Thank you, guys. It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview each and every week. We get together with Dr. Pink, Ferris's president, and other great leaders who are helping move Ferris forward and something that I've known about for a long time, and I think more people are discovering it from all across the country, not just here in Michigan. The Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program is one of the best in America when it comes to getting education connected to uh, being a golf pro at a club, at a shop, or somewhere in this country or around the world. And the director of the PGA Golf Management Program, and they also have a new partnership uh, with the students in Detroit we'll talk about, is Joe Hatch. Uh, he joins us from Ferris State on another moving Ferris Forward interview. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. All right, for somebody who has never heard of the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program, give me the highlights when someone steps in and wants to get an education in Big Rapids inside that golf program. 
Yeah, thanks for the opportunity to talk a little bit about what we're able to offer here in our PGA Golf Management Program. I think I would start by saying that um, we were the first PGA Golf Management Program in the country. Uh, Our program was founded in 1975. We're coming up on our 50th anniversary. So since that date of inception, we've been creating PGA professionals up here in Big Rapids, Michigan, um, which is ironic of all places up in the north. Uh, However, we've got an extremely strong base of alumni um, because we've been doing this for over 50 years. We've seen the highs and lows of the golf industry. Our program has 100% job placement. So if you come through our program, you're guaranteed employment at the end of it. And our our curriculum effectively allows uh, our students to go through the PGA of America's educational requirements to become a PGA Class A member. And simultaneously, and this might be slightly awkward coming out of my mouth, out of all people, but I think the best thing that we offer is actually a business degree. So our students get a full-on business degree um, so that they have a lot of different options moving forward, no matter what they choose to do, whether it's in the golf industry or out of the golf industry. Um, And also they are trained to do a number of different um, careers inside the golf industry. Those could be working at a green grass facility, like you might imagine anytime you go to a golf course. It could be a sales rep, could be a club fitter or a standalone instructor if you're looking for golf lessons, but um, no matter what it is, we prepare some of the best across the country up here at Ferris State University. Mr. Joe Hatch is the head of the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University, joining us on another Moving Ferris Forward interview. You can find out everything about the PGA Golf Management Program and all the educational and athletic opportunities that Ferris State University offers in Big Rapids and around the state at Ferris edu and speaking of around the state i did see this uh, as a release with dr pink uh, dave murray from your media team that ferris state university and their pga golf management program you have formed a new partnership uh, with high school and college students in the detroit area introducing them to the sport and careers in the game of golf let's talk about that Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, We're quite excited about the partnership. Um, It's brand new for us. This um, came by way very organically. Um, Golf Links Detroit um, is a 501c3 charitable organization that works out of the Detroit area to get um, Detroit students into uh, careers in the golf industry. So they have an option of going to Michigan State University and studying the turf grass management program or working on more of the management side uh, and attending Ferris State University. The the spirit of this partnership um, is to provide career-based opportunities and employment, actually, while students are in high school in the Detroit area through the golf industry, and segue that into some uh, pursuing their education uh, at our prospective universities. Joe Hatch, uh, he heads up the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University. It's awesome uh, with Dr. Pink and Joe and the entire leadership at Ferris has done in connecting uh, the game of golf to those high school kids in Detroit. Like I said, you can find out more about the Ferris State University PGA Golf Management Program, ferris.edu. And Joe Hatch, thank you so much. Give my best to Mark Wilson. A walking encyclopedia, golf historian, a Hall of Famer who also is part of the prestigious Ferris State University 
PGA Golf Management Program. I'll be sure to give them your best. Thanks for having us on today. We're lucky to have Mr. Wilson and friends like you out there. Yeah, thank you, Joe Hatch. And the commitment to the game of golf in Big Rapids and now extending across the state, it really is something special for those who love the game. And I think when you hear PGA Golf Management Program, people are thinking, oh, it trains me to be a PGA pro. No, not a PGA Tour player, but a PGA club pro. 100% guaranteed job placement. How many degrees offer that? Find out more at ferris.edu. Thanks to Joe Hatch heading up the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris. Another leader who's helping move Ferris forward. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Even here, Better Man. Album of the year, Killing Time. Come on up again, Clint Black. Miss Killing Time. Clint Black with special guest Josh Grayson. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers. Until December 30th through the end of the year, purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick 
at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the final segment on this Thursday broadcast. As always, want to thank Josh Garvey and the entire team at Bean Garter, now Dorn Mayhew in downtown GR. Josh is a managing shareholder, really good men and women that are part of his team. Uh, they're connected to Dorn Mayhew, their world headquarters in Troy on the east side of the state, one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. All right, I've been mentioning texting IMPACT to 21,000 if you want to win Lomas Brown's tricked-out golf cart courtesy of Drew and his team at IMPACT Power Sports in Rockford, just north of GR. This is really cool. Uh, we'll give it away next summer at the Tullymore Golf Resort. Uh, tricked out. You can see the photos of it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I also want to thank everybody at IMPACT power sports they just became michigan's newest authorized yamaha golf cart dealer in rockford on the west side of the state 14 mile road lomas just loves his new cart i can't wait to see my tricked out golf cart they can design any golf cart for your golf club uh your neighborhood uh your lake house if you have a place down south up north you name it uh contact drew and his custom golf cart team at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford. Also, Christmas is just around the corner, and Impact Power Sports has a huge selection of kids' ATVs, golf carts, UTVs, e-bikes, and more at prices nobody can beat. Simple and easy. If you want to design your own golf cart and be the talk of that club, that golf course, your neighborhood, your business, see Drew. Uh, they'll work with you from step one until it's finished. And check out Lomas's Lions Golf Cart at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. It's pretty cool. And you could win it. Text IMPACT to 21000 to get into that join and have a chance to win. Speaking of the Lions, earlier they did make the formal announcement that the Broncos game has been flexed to the NFL Network on Saturday night. Is that December 15th? Superfly, 8.15 p.m. Are we correct on that date? It's the 15th, 16th. Hold on, you're, you're getting this mixed up, buddy. Come on, give me the date, the right date, Saturday night. What is it? It's the 16th? Are you sure? I want to, We're live on a statewide radio show. They flexed it. Because the Broncos are playing good football and the Lions will have a rowdy crowd. I'll be at that game. That would be awesome. Just want to make sure you got the right date. Okay, it's the 16th. So basically, I was right. You were wrong. When you told me it was the 15th, it's actually Saturday night, the 16th at 8.15 p.m. And that game will be on the NFL Network. And I'll be there. 
I don't mind the flex to Saturday. There's no college football, no playoffs. That's a day-long tailgate hanging out in the Motor City. And then primetime, get the place rowdy for Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the crew. So it is official. The Lions-Broncos game has been flexed. Not to the 15th. That would be Friday to the 16th. Thank you, Superfly, for correcting me on this radio show. Also, when you're watching the Lions, celebrate with a Honolulu Blue adult-crafted cocktail, blueberry or blue raspberry lemonade and vodka. Look for it at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store across Michigan. Big. Bad. Huge.